Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Good morning, Tara. Shalom, Jill. <laughs> Jill wants to talk about how fabulous her Passover was, so I cannot wait to hear. <laughs> yes. So I this morning here's my here's my issue with Passover. So I basically just don't eat bread. I eat matzah, but I just don't eat bread. I don't eat like a ton of pasta to start off with, so I don't eat pasta. Wait, you like don't pasta. eat bread? Or just no, no, just for oh, Passover. Okay. Yeah. So my the way I observe Passover is I just don't eat bread, which is incredibly difficult. I gotta say because you know even if I'm eating like gluten free or what, just like not Wonder Bread, I'm it's still full, filling me up. Whereas on Passover, like the cracker is just not gonna do it. <laughs> so I'm always I get into bed at night and I am like by ten thirty I'm famished. I'm completely starving. <laughs> and I can't even go down and have like a peanut butter sandwich like I can't have anything so anyways this morning I was motivated I made myself like a lovely omelet it was very healthy it's like egg a little turkey some cheese it was so good I was just gonna have the omelet and I sat down with my omelet and my coffee and it was so civilized and I finished it and then I sat down with a box of matzah and a pound of butter (laughs) That is the problem. Yeah, matzah <laughs> is not filling. And you know, I have to eat gluten-free matzah, which really yeah. tastes like paper. It's just so unappealing. So I love matzah and tuna, though. Like, I had to have that once because I love that. So, yeah. Matzah and tuna? I've never had that. Well, I don't eat bread in life. Like, I don't eat bread. So um, I have found other ways to enjoy things. And matzah and tuna is really yummy. I like it. Interesting. I love fried matzah. Me too, Jill. That is my fave. So good, but it wreaks havoc. Definitely wreaks havoc on my havoc on my system. My kids don't like that. It's so funny. I try to. They're like, "You're gonna eat that?" I'm like, "I love it." So yeah, so good. But I could literally eat an entire box of matzah (laughs) fried, like easily. Oh, (laughs) you know the Jews. Um. So springtime, Passover, Easter. Spring is a time of growth, Tara. <laughs> Making a segue into our- That was beautiful. That's a beautiful segue because it's so true. We are here. Spring has sprung, if you will. Spring has sprung. I'm, I'm still waiting for it to get like above 40 degrees, but whatever. Um, so turning to our topic of growth, I thought we would just have like a general conversation about it and maybe you can, we can- we can cover it from different perspectives, but um, you know, one of the things in terms of growth um, in business, and I think it applies in a lot of different ways, but it's, I think it's important to set um, a realistic goal because it's so, I find like more often than not, I'm disappointed when I'm just not growing fast enough, like whatever the business is, but I, I don't think I ever really, I think the problem is just not having those goals or having unrealistic goals. So have you found that with your, when you think about like your business and like your number of followers or your number of clients, like how do you think about All that? All the time. It can absolutely drive me insane. 
when I start, when I notice that I start to focus too much on numbers and of like Instagram and stuff like that, that's when I know I need to change something because I can become a little neurotic and that's not my personality. And that actually mm-hmm. just happened to me in the last couple of weeks. And so I had to think creatively, how am I going, what, what I need to change something creatively because it, it's either not working or I just need to not keep doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That- so what did you do? What did you well, say? I came up with some fun ideas that, you know, I'm going to be putting out there with other stores, but I, but capturing it in a different way. But growth takes time, and that is frustrating. But Jill, the question is, how much time does it have to take? Well, it depends on your goal, and depends how much money you're willing to invest. It's always the catch twenty two, right? It's like if you're willing to pour a ton of money to pay to advertise, to get partnerships, whatever it is, then you can expect faster growth. But if you, you know, just are trying to bootstrap and do it all on your own and organically, then it's going to take a longer time. Just there's no, no free lunches, no free lunches. And you know, a lot of times people have told me I should use a PR person and, you know, maybe push it. But I feel like I'm doing okay where I am right now. So until I exhaust all of my ideas, then I think I will do that. I don't know when that is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you found this, but I know with some of the businesses that I've started, the there's this like fantastic initial growth where, you know, all your friends and family are glomming on, they're so excited and you kind of get this like great initial boost of growth (laughs) and then they all lose interest and they're like, I just can't continue. And so it's so, I think there's like that honeymoon period at the beginning where you're so excited and I almost get a little, you know, ahead of your skis because you think this growth is lasting and typically it's not I don't know if you found that with your business I, you know I did especially with my styling business at first because it was fresh and new this was a while I mean I think it's been like eight years now but it was definitely like everybody was like interested and in like all the people I, and you exhaust all your resources is kind of what you're saying and not exhaust them but you you know you there's only so many people that you can do the same thing for and go through but um I think isn't it true that if you your business can last five years, it's probably like a good uh, indicator or not so much? I don't know. I think it, there are all kinds of rules of thumb like that. I think it depends on the business. You know, um, there's another rule of thumb that a fashion business, not not services, but like a clothing line, unless until you reach 10 million in revenue, it's, you know, still super, super risky and could easily fail. And I don't know. I don't really know where that comes from. Yeah. But I, I, I just think that what I try to do is just constantly try to reinvent the way I do things and present things. And that also, I think that brings other eyeballs and other interested people. So maybe that helps with growth. Mm-hmm. How do you sort of flipping growth on the other side? How do you think about your capacity? Like you're just one person. I know you you have people you work with who sometimes will do work with you, but how, like how do you think about how many clients or how many, you know, partners on your Instagram are is too much? Like how do you think about allocating your time? Well, right now I will take any client because my client, my client business 
obviously it's COVID. It was COVID. So it's like, but I have had people reach out to me, which it makes me very excited, not just for me, for the stores, for everybody involved in fashion. And that's not the point of your question. But I, at, you know, at some points in time, I'm way overwhelmed. I have too many clients, too much going on in social media. You know, in a day, I could have a blog going out with a podcast, with a client, with a, and I'm shooting outside. So, um, but I think you just tried to make it all work because my business is also seasonal in a lot of regards that it because it's like waves, right? But as long as there's consistency, I'm okay with that because I know I'll ride the wave through holiday or I'll ride the wave through spring. What about you? Um, I rarely say no to things, which is usually a problem, but I do always, I do make sure that if I'm saying yes to something that there's, um, and so I'm giving up my time, um, that there's a reward in it for me somehow, whether it's psychic or financial or some other ways. Um, so I, I'm, I know I, I'm always, I actually really like being very busy. I know you do as well. Um, so I don't mind when there's, you know, more, more business than I can like handle. Cause I figure it out. I somehow yeah. figure it out. I think we all figure it out. I think it's just how, like, sometimes it can be overwhelming. So you got to make sure that you don't do that to yourself too much. Cause you can't live in, you can't live in that place. I can't, I can't speak for anybody else. I cannot live in that place all the time. That is not a good place right. for me to be. Right. And I don't know if you get a lot of growth out of doing that personally, which is also another important piece of growth. It's not just to grow your business, but you personally need to grow and then your business will grow. I, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Um, so one of the things that I, I have struggled with in the past because I am an entrepreneur, like I am, a, I love starting things and I love that. I love startups, but I am also by nature pretty risk averse. And I've struggled in the past, like in, in, in one of my startups with the ability or the, the willingness to place big bets. So that's one of my big learnings from my startup life is uh, that you may be tight on cash, but you're never going to bust out of your rut unless you try, you know, something aggressive and really take, you know, place a big bet on a marketing campaign or on, you know, something that is way out of your comfort zone. Um, and that is really, that's a really hard thing to do for me because I do have this like Jekyll and Hyde, you know, risk averse and also wanting to grow. Um, but have you ever, have you ever tried something or taken a big bet on something and either have it work out or not work out that you can remember yeah, all the time. <laughs> every day. Every day. Um, yeah. Well, I started this. Well, okay. So I was, I did an, uh, felt like a series called Dress with Tara West. Do you remember that? And yes. so I was like, I need to, I thought it would be a good way to showcase, you know, other people who are not famous, but who have, are almost famous kind of in a way. And also just get myself on film because I was very terrified of that um and so I don't know if I thought more would come from it but maybe I thought I would keep doing it but that's not what happened but that's okay because it gave me a lot of confidence to be on film at any point in time so so you I think you take from those things that maybe didn't work out 
and you grow personally. Like I said, I grew a lot from that, even though it didn't maybe make a mark in another way. I mean, I love those videos and I think it prepared you for like the video intensive Instagram world of today, right? Like I think it definitely prepared you for that. I feel like you, I mean, those videos, you get so much more detail, so much more information than you do on an Instagram, like on a reel or something short form. Um, I thought they were really good. Thank you. Well, I think now, honestly, I think we're heading into all video, like I think a lot more videos happening as we see, but I think it's only headed in that way. And so, you know, even the short things though, which is what we're going to, I'm going to start pivoting towards with stores is doing like a short segment, like on a reels, but I like to involve other people because I think you can grow your business when you collaborate with others. It's very mm-hmm. hard to grow individually. Um, and I'm not that person. I don't need it to be all about me. I like it to be about us. Like, the experience of shopping, like, let's go into the store together. Let's talk to the people who are there. And I think that, I don't know, I think it's interesting. And I also think it just widened your um, area of expertise and also the people who you interact with. For sure. Well, thank you, Tara. This has been highly educational. It's been, you've been, you've grown from it, I know. I've grown personally from it. And now I can grow. Well, I think, you know, what we're saying is, and don't get me wrong, but it takes time. You have to have goals. How do you meet those goals? Um, but it is frustrating, you know, at times. Which Yeah, and I think being willing to take some risks to, you know, to achieve that growth is, is also important. Right. So if you want more therapy on growth... <laughs> Don't call me, but call Jill. (laughs) Just kidding. No, we're here to talk. (laughs) So let us know if you have any questions. Sounds good. I'm going to go eat some matzah. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Seated Shorts. Running shorts. Warp shorts.